Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Sarah Knight, Ben's fiance. And me, Ben Hughes. I'm one of the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. In today's episode, we're going to reveal what it's really like living with a fitness coach for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, usually we're just revealing our top tips and, t- and tricks and strategies for women over 40 to you know, see amazing results with their fitness, drop a couple of dress sizes, get back into all their favorite clothes. And well, in today's episode, we're still going to share loads and loads of amazing tips. But Rob is on holiday um, this weekend. He's away. I think he's down in Dorset, isn't he? Yeah. So I've dragged Sarah onto the podcast. Have I dragged you or are you willingly? Slightly, slightly reluctant. But I think it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah's going to ask me a few questions. I'm going to ask her a few questions about what she's learned from living with me over the past four years. Because a lot of the kind of habits and strategies and tips and you know things that I follow myself and that I put into practice in my own life are also things that we put in practice inside of our Fit Over 40 program as well. So a lot of the strategies that I use are also strategies that with the women inside of um, inside of our programs use as well so you're going to learn some of my insider secrets for how you can get the scales moving how you can see the best possible result of your fitness feel amazing in your clothes and uh and yeah never have to worry about your your fitness or weight again so what's first Do you, should we talk about us a little bit go on then um we've been together for nearly four years and we're engaged to be married very soon in October actually so that's very exciting um, living with Ben has dramatically changed my life my way of life really one of the biggest things that I've learned from living with Ben is that I thought I was a lot healthier than I actually was so what were kind of the what were some of the biggest things that you thought were healthy then and that you actually realized were not I went. To, I used to go to the gym quite a lot, but I would always just do like run on the treadmill and just a lot of cardio that was really boring and I didn't really see much results from it. And then? Um, well, you told me that I should start doing weights <laughs> instead. Um, so I did that and you. We, went to the, we used to go to the gym together, which was nice because you'd actually show me what to do and... And then I started to see lots of results very quickly, actually, just from doing weights. And I always thought that I'd just get big and bulky, but I actually got smaller and thinner <laughs> and more toned. So that was nice. Yeah. And it's um, interesting, like the different types of exercise you can do, because I think a lot of people, they go to the gym and they put the time in, but they're not necessarily doing the best possible thing for them. And as well, how old were you when we first started dating? Like 24, uh, something like that? No, younger than that. But yeah, anyway, for... For, for younger people, you can actually get away with doing things like cardio. You can do pretty much any type of exercise. You're still going to see good results as long as the nutrition side of things is good. One of the biggest differences, though, for women over 40 is you really have to get it right when it comes to the exercise or you're not going to see results. Me and Rob have recorded a previous podcast episode about, we've done a few. We've done, like, why does hit training not work for women over 40? Why does cardio not work for women over 40? 
but it's basically just to do the way that women's hormones change and bodies change as they get older. So women over 40, you've got to be really, really careful with stress because women over 40 are more sensitive to stress. So you get like a higher release of the stress hormone cortisol, which can basically make your body hold onto weight, especially around the middle. Um, so when you're over 40, weight training is the best solution or the best way to lose body fat. But also for anyone of any age, weight training is the best solution to use, lose body fat. But the difference between someone younger and someone older is if you're younger, you can do like a suboptimal, you can do the wrong type of exercise really and still see decent results just because your hormones are in a better place. But I think probably I didn't see that many results because I wasn't watching what I was eating. That was another thing. I didn't didn't have any idea how many calories I was putting into my body. And I wasn't particularly unhealthy. I just ate a lot of food. You have got a big appetite. Massive. <laughs> I'd eat the same amount as you if I didn't know any better. And I did for a while. Yeah, and then we went through a period of time. That was... I think we both put on some weight, was it? Yeah, we did. Over Christmas? That was a Christmas that we there both put on weight. There was a Christmas, yeah. Not the one, not the last one, the one before, I think. Before COVID, it was. Yeah, and we both put on a bit of weight over Christmas, and then both were like, right, we need to lose a bit of weight here. So I think we both basically followed the Trinity approach, which is yeah. to make sure you eat the right amount of food by tracking the food that you eat, mm. and then do some sort of weight training. Um, I found it really helpful, actually, to eat half of what you eat. So we'd always make like three portions essentially. And you'd have two portions and I'd have one. Or when we went out for food, we share meals quite a lot and you would have like two thirds and I'd have a third of all the food on the table, which was, it worked out really well. Yeah, and it makes things really easy when you're, um, when you're both like doing it together. If Definitely. You... I was really lazy with tracking calories. I, I couldn't get into that headspace at all. And then you started doing it and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll just do it with you and spend 10 minutes. We'll both be sitting on our phone putting calories into my fitness pal or you bulk make something. And uh, and then it would just be on my fitness pal already because you put it in and then that was really easy. Yeah, and I think the easier you can make it, the more likely you're going to... The more sustainable it is. Exactly, yeah. I think one of the reasons... Like, we, we've kind of been accountable to each other. So... Oh, definitely. You know, I'd I mean, be like... You'd be like, have you, you know... How's, how's things going with your calories? I'd be like, how's things going with your thing? I mean, you check up on me more than the other way around because I'm not so good at sticking to it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's easy for me to stick to it basically because if, I, if I've if i got like 260 women in a program who are all looking to me for advice, I've almost got to, I have to keep up my own fitness. Otherwise, mm. nobody's going to take any of my advice, are they? You. So it's easy for me to stick to it. Yeah, super yeah. easy. Um, Another thing... Oh, I stopped drinking as much. I We, we got into a, a habit of drinking quite a lot at the start of our relationship, I think. I don't think it was that much. I feel like it was, because we'd have like wine with most meals, we'd go out for dates and stuff, and we'd go out drinking, and it got a bit much, didn't it? And then, I don't know, I, maybe it was that Christmas we decided that we'd just sort of be a bit healthier, but I stopped drinking quite as much, and that really helped keep your calories down. What do you think was the... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was the reason for stopping drinking though? Well, it's easy to do it, isn't it? When you're with someone who's also not drinking. Did we decide to not drink at any point or was it just... You definitely have. And it just makes me stop drinking as much. I'm a bit all or nothing, I think. I think if I have one big <laughs> night where I have a terrible hangover, I just decide I'm never drinking again. And then I go through a period of time of not drinking anything. 
that's your approach with most things in life, isn't it? Yeah. All or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most annoying thing about living with me? Probably that you're all or nothing. You're, I mean, you can't really sit still because you always need to be active doing something. That's something else that has changed about me from living with you, that we're always doing something. We've always, we're getting our steps in, going for a walk, or we're going climbing, or we're doing a workout, or you're doing yoga, or, you know, we don't often sit down and just slob in front of the TV. I mean, we have done recently because of Love Island, but that's not... <laughs> forgot what you were going to say. I forgot what I was going to say. You said we don't often sit in front of Love, Love Island. But that's not your choice, I was going to say. It's not your choice. What, to sit in front of Love Island? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I would do it because... Uh, I like to spend time with you, basically. <laughs> and it's it's worth saying as well, like all these changes, you know, drinking less, making healthy food choices, eating the right amount of food, doing quite a lot of exercise. It's not an effort, I wouldn't say. It's just kind of um, just small little sort of lifestyle choices. Mm. So it's not like we're always thinking like, oh, I better do that, I better do this, I better eat healthy. It's just kind of like, I think you get, you build a habit over time. Definitely. Definitely. It's like with our shopping, we'll go to the shops and we always buy... We always do the same sort of route around the, around yeah, the supermarket always. and get the same sort of things. Yeah. Which kind of goes, if you ever want to know what to buy from the supermarket, to make sure that you... Because if you get healthy stuff in your cupboards, you can't eat... If you haven't got unhealthy stuff in the cupboards, you can't eat unhealthy stuff. You're the worst for that as well. If I get some chocolate in or something, you will eat it before I get a chance to because you're all or nothing. And if it's in the cupboard, you will eat it. Whereas I can have it in the cupboard and have a little bit every now and again when I fancy it. But I can't do that now. That's because I work from home, though. Yeah, true. Because I'm in the I'm in the house on my own. I take a little break. I walk downstairs you're to bored. get a snack or something because I'm bored. And then I open the cupboard and it's what have I got there? I've got like unsalted peanuts, <laughs> or I've got a piece Choc of chocolate. chocolate bar. If the chocolate bar's there, I'm going to eat it. Basically, I don't yeah, have very much self-control. You might think I would as like a fitness coach. I think that's good though because it um. You then just don't buy it. You don't buy the unhealthy stuff, so you can't be tempted by it, mm -hmm. which actually helps me in the long run, as much as I might complain about it. Because <laughs> then if you need to make the conscious decision that you, you know, you really want some chocolate, you have to go out and buy it. It's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, but like to make, to make sure that as well your life is not boring in terms of food, you've also got to, rather than having the popcorn and the crisps and stuff, we do make sure we've always got like nice but healthy stuff in, like nice olives and like yogurts. We do have a lot of yogurts. Loads of fruit, melons. Yeah. So when we go around the shops, we always go together, or we try to, which Most is nice. Most of the time, don't we? Yeah. And we'll always go to the fruit and vegetables first and get loads of berries, loads of vegetables. I've never known anyone eat so many vegetables. I don't know, we go through phases with them. We go through phases of we buy a lot of vegetables and we leave them in the vegetable drawer in the fridge. Yeah, true. And they all go off and then we have to throw them all out. Because we sort of, you know when you put them in that bottom drawer and you then, you then kind of forget that they're all in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we go around the vegetables, go vegetables, then we go, we usually go to Aldi as well and just do the same lap around yeah. the Aldi. Either Aldi, the only supermarkets in our town, Aldi, Waitrose, so they're like complete opposites. <laughs> And then you've got Morrison's. Morrison's in the middle, which is kind of, it's not that cheap, but it's also not that, it's not, 
any better than Aldi, I don't think. No. So we it's do got, Aldi most of the time. Yeah, we do Aldi, but we go go for the vegetables and fruit, get all of that sorted. Then we go into the meat section. And fish. We eat a lot of fish. Meat and fish. Buy all the meat and fish based on like, right, we need to have four meals for the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll say like, right, this week we're going to have mince, chicken, sea bass and whatever. Cod. Then what? Next, after the meat section, then you, you keep, keep going around. Keep going around the, the freezer at the back. You get to the cheese and olives and like salami and nice parma ham and stuff. Yeah. Load up on some nice little snack bits. Antipasti. Then round to the yogurts. <laughs> we eat a lot of yogurt. You do, fair. yeah. You eat a lot of um, kefir, don't you? You buy a lot of nice yogurts. Yeah, that you eat. Tasty ones. Like, <laughs> they're like Muller light. They're like, they're not really calories, but they're really quite really tasty. tasty. <laughs> so they're all in the fridge. And then I buy myself a horrible, like healthy one. <laughs> and then I eat all the nice ones. And then yeah. I eat my horrible one after I've eaten all the nice ones. So yeah, <laughs> and then we sometimes we kind of sometimes wander into the like middle bit as the oh. crisps and stuff in it, but not that much. Not that really. much. The middle aisle though, the middle of Lidl, is the best. <laughs> the mystery middle. What's the best thing you've bought from the middle aisle of Lidl ever? Um, ever. I know mine. I've got one. Was it that chainsaw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the chainsaw. I love uh, that. That was the weirdest thing. I needed to cut a tree down. And it was like... So handy. Bargain chainsaw. I bought some paintbrushes actually from Lidl, which helps me. I'm a painter and decorator. And um, bought them to be like really rubbish brushes. But actually they were quite good. They've been they've been really useful. So every time there's a paintbrush now, I want to go and buy it there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's about how we shop at Lidl. Hopefully that's not... <laughs> Is that boring? Bored people to death. <laughs> what are some of the other lessons that you've learned? I think I've talked about them all, to be honest. Yeah, I've talked about staying active as well. We went through a period of being really active. We got this health insurance, no, life insurance, mm. from Vitality, where like to, to avoid your price going up every year, you had to do 12,500 steps a day. So we went through a period of being a bit... Obsessive bit, bit with mad it. on the step count. I remember mad. like, we would, we would be like pacing backwards and forwards in the <laughs> living room to get our steps up so that we could get our Vitality points for the day. Oh, which is a bit... Uh, a bit ridiculous, really. But I mean, I, th- I find working from home, it's probably different from for you, but when I work from home, if I don't get out and do some steps each day, I'd, my overall sense of like well-being goes quite Yeah, low. I could get home from work Feel and you're a bit, a bit like, like cooped like up, a, aren't you? Yeah, like a dog that's just been locked in the house all day. It's like <laughs> really anxious and annoying. But so yeah, any one tip for our clients is we usually say try and do 5,000 to 10,000 steps a day, every day, basically because... Every thousand steps you do burns 40 calories. So if you can do an extra 5,000 steps a day, you burn an extra 200 calories. And if, you, if you're, if you you know, you'd normally be sedentary at home and you do 2,000 steps a day. <clears throat> and I know it'd be quite a lot, but if you got up to 12,000 steps a day, you're burning an additional 400 calories, which is like... Is it that much? Yeah. Wow. Which is about the same as what you burn in like a, like a 45 minute workout. Yeah. So just from doing steps around. So it's like the difference between... Like yesterday, we went to... Um, made a paella for dinner oh it was so nice delicious with like big prawns in it yeah i don't really like the big prawns but they were tasty <laughs> but we walked we, we needed to get the bits from waitrose so we walked to waitrose and walked the shopping back so it's like it's an extra couple of thousand steps it's just an extra you're just burning calories and it's nice free. to do it together isn't it mm. i like that going out for a walk on your own can be really boring i think i mean unless you put a podcast in or something but it's i really like going with you it's actually quite nice to go for a walk without a podcast. 
You think? Yeah, I think it, I just think to myself thoughts. it's going to be really boring. I did it for a while, just like going on a twenty-minute walk each morning, and you you're bored for about five minutes, and then like your thoughts kick in and you start figuring stuff out. You're like, oh yeah, I've got to remember to do that, <laughs> and yeah, I'll, I think I'll I'll uh, you know buy that thing and I'll do that. Oh, I'll better send that letter off. You sort of start figuring everything out in your own mind. Do you think you'll start doing that it's a bit again? Like meditation. Getting up early and going for a walk. Yeah, I had that habit for a while. I've started at the moment. Gone through phases. I think we had a bit of a period of time where we started going to bed really late. Yeah. And not sleeping enough. And I'm still sort of catching up from that as well. Yeah. I think that's a good thing that we have quite a similar sleep routine as well. Although that, at the moment I get up and leave you in bed. And I have that, an extra hour. That annoys me. It really does. <laughs> but my... Um, Especially the other day, right? I uh, went to the shop before work because Ben said that he was so stressed and busy that he couldn't go to the shop and I said well I go I leave for work at eight and he was like yeah well I'm too stressed so please go before work so I went to Morrison's at seven o'clock and uh I got back and he was still in bed of course I was (laughs) at eight (laughs) o'clock too busy to shop (laughs) anyway do it for you my love no you did it for the, the cleaner actually yeah I did yeah, we have a we have a new cleaner. She comes around every week, which makes our lives easier because before, you know, it just removes a whole load of the stress. Yeah. Whereas before, it'd be like, you know, I'd be like, why didn't you clean the kitchen? So it'd be like, well, you're not so much. You don't. I'm not particularly. I'm much. a bit untidy, and yeah. you're very very clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not though. I like things to be clean, but I, I think, hate to clean. I think the thing is that you're in the house all day, aren't you? So. Yeah, so you know you're working you notice from home. it. Every time you walk downstairs, you go past that one thing that's been left out over and over. I love washing up, and it, <laughs> and it annoys you more and more. But anyway, yeah, the, the cleaner wanted uh, she wanted a load of specific products bought for her to be able to get them. But getting a cleaner has been good actually because it removes tension between us. Mm. Yeah, so we don't argue about that, <laughs> which is nice. Nice, yeah. Reduces stress. Again, key, if you're over 40, you've got to keep those stress levels low if you want to see the best possible results. Uh, there was something else I was going to say as well. I forgot what it was. We go climbing a lot now. <laughs> Is that <laughs> yeah. something interesting? Oh, climbing is super interesting to me. Yeah, we go all the time. We went, when did we go? Yesterday? The day before I did a run? The day before, and then we did like three, days, three in days in a row before that. So that's four climbing. times this week so far. Yeah, we got well into climbing though. Yeah, it's been really nice to have a um, an activity that you do together that you have to really rely on each other for. Yeah, builds a lot of trust. Yeah, your, uh, you know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want Sarah to be in a bad mood with me if she's holding a rope that's gonna save only, your life. The only thing protecting me from falling to my death. <laughs> do you, what else do you think we do that would be useful for your uh, some of your ladies in your program? I think to summarise what we've said so far is. Do a lot of steps, that's key. Like just get out and about for both like mental health and also physical health and your results. Like it it makes a bigger, makes a more significant difference than you think. Secondly, if you have like healthy habits yourself, like if one of us, this is a good point. Like if if one of us says to the other, should we get a takeaway? I often say, should we get a takeaway? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I do it almost as a joke or if I do it seriously, but a lot of the time I you say... You just want to test me, don't you? I say, should we get a takeaway? And Sarah says, no, we've got plenty of food in the house, let's not. But if... So if like one of you is in a healthy mindset of like, no, I don't want to have a takeaway, the other person kind of gets more on board with it. Yeah, it drags so, you along, doesn't it? So if you like, if you listening, if you suddenly change your own habits and you become healthier, then 
you'll find, and a lot of our clients find, is that the habits of their partners and their kids and the rest of their family also start to change as well until eventually you end up in a situation where as a family, you're all generally healthier. And then at that point, it becomes just easier and easier to stick to it because you all kind of help and support each other along. But I think if you don't, at first, it can be hard to build those habits by yourself, which is one reason why why it is so helpful to be part of a program and something like Trinity. And that's why we do get people to see amazing results. Yeah, I think that's been the best thing for me when moving in with you because, yeah, like you said, you just get that accountability, don't you? And then it makes it so much easier to stay healthy and have these good habits. Yeah, and it's almost like, I guess it's an automatic thing. It's not like I'm like nagging you to like... No, not at all. Do this, do that. You're just interested in it, aren't you? And you're, that's it. Mm. So what's that? Yeah, having your family accountable. Nutrition-wise, key points are, most important thing is eat the right amount of food for you. Yeah. Which is going to be massively different from me. Like, me and Sarah need to eat completely different amounts to lose weight or to maintain weight or whatever. Yeah. I'm just a bigger person. with I can eat loads, which is... <laughs> Sarah... I get jealous. I get so jealous sometimes. <laughs> I get real food envy. If you have a massive portion of something, I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> but actually, if you just like eat a load of vegetables, that'll fill you up. I don't need it. Mm. So yeah, eating the right amount of food helps. Sleep. Sleep is a good one. Sleep is key, yeah. Getting plenty of sleep is really good. Together as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than, I know a lot of the women I work with, kind of their partners come to bed later than them or wake up earlier than them. So they find that even if they get themselves to bed at 10, their partner will come in at like 12 and wake them up, disturb them. And I always say in that situation, you've done this before as well, Sarah, like if you get to bed first and you don't want to be disturbed, put on a sleep mask and put in earplugs <laughs> so that you can't be woken up by your partner. Antisocial. Yeah. Yeah. We've never really had that problem where we either one of us stay up later than the other. We kind of always go to bed together. But what would you say to me if I started staying up late and you wanted us to go to bed together? Don't know. <laughs> I'd probably ask you why, what you're staying up so late for and then you'd probably say nothing I'm just wasting time and then I'd probably say uh, let's go to bed then and then you'd probably go to bed yeah. you love sleeping anyway so yeah, that would true. never I'm always in bed before you if anyone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the other couple of things we covered again is just the supermarket thing if you don't buy it and you don't put it in your house then you're not going to eat it um, accountability helps massively either if you can create you can create accountability with your partner you could create accountability with your kids i know some of my clients say you know they get their kids to remind them to do workouts and ask them have they done their workouts that's a good idea you can create uh, accountability with your with a friend as well or other family member but the problem with all of those things is like the people who care about you they're not going to be that harsh with you they're not going to like hold you accountable that much i mean unless you're partnered with yeah i mean yeah not everybody can have a A fitness coach as their as their partner. Oh, it's pretty intense. But um, <laughs> you can actually have me as your fitness coach, helping you with all of these things, helping you change your own habits, helping you change your own life, helping you see the best possible results in your life. And if you would like to find out about more about working with me or Robert or one of our other coaches inside Trinity to help you change your habits so you can get the best possible results for yourself, just head to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all the details on that page. That was a smooth transition. Yeah, yeah. You can tell I've done this before. You can tell this is episode 124, can't you? But yeah, I think that's it for today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. So thank you very much for listening. It's been fun. It's been, uh, hopefully it's been useful. Hopefully I know there's some uh, 
good tips in there. Enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you again on the next episode. Maybe not with me. (laughs) So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.